This is Reggie Brock with the Live Exposed Podcast. Well, hello again, and welcome back to this episode of Live Exposed. I am Reggie Brock. Thank you for being with me, as always. And I, I just want you to know that these times together matter to me. And the, the reason is quite simple. I believe that to those who have ears to hear, it's and are willing to take action on what they hear, there can be transformational change that happens in their lives through this podcast. Because I really believe there are things in me that are coming out of me that some of you are looking for as missing pieces to the puzzle of your life. Hey, can I tell you this? Not everybody is for me and I'm not for everybody. And what I mean by that is we're not all built to, you know, 100% accept each other in terms of what we say and what we do. And it have impact on me just because you said it. I think and you've heard me use this word before, I believe that we all have a specific voice that has a specific audience. I call it a metron. And that metron can, it, it, it compels me to speak what's in me, not to reach everybody, but to reach somebody. And the somebodies are what I'm after every time I get on this podcast. This is not a popularity contest for me, right? And so some of you are going, well, thank God, because it's not real popular, the things you say. And, you know, you're not got one of these huge uh, audience bases that, you know, are dying to hear what you have next. So you're, you're, <laughs> I know that. Believe me when I tell you that. But it's it does not stop me from feeling passionate about speaking the voice that I have, because there are those out there who need what's in me to be a piece added to their life that's been missing. And hey, the same thing is true for me. I try to tune in and hear and listen for things that resonate with me. And it's not just that, that they tickle my ears or excite me for a moment, but they provoke me to strategically make changes in my life. That's, you know, it's one thing to hear something and go like, wow, I really enjoyed it. Well, I, I mean, I hear music and that does it to me. I mean, there, there are things that I hear and, you know, they're calming or soothing to me or they're encouraging to me, but they're not really life-changing to me. You know, I can, I, I can have them for a minute and enjoy them and then they're gone. This is the kind of stuff that I think spoken to your ears and then you applying to your life creates this radical transformation in your life, helping you to transcend the boundaries that have been holding you back. And that's what it's about to me. I don't want to just speak and people get free. I want people, I want to speak and people get free and stay free. There's nothing more frustrating to me than taking a bunch of steps forward and then find myself a day later or five days later, or a week later, or a month later, way back behind where I was before I started. And that's frustrating. So what I think has to happen is this word has to get deep within you. It can't just reside in your thoughts. It has to move down into your inner being so that you can make radical and changes that start gradually. I know that, but it, it can absolutely over time really start reshaping your DNA, if you will. I mean, it's like 
you have the opportunity to not just hear it, but receive it and act on it. And can I tell you today, my Metron are doers. People who are not just wanting their ears tickled and they're not just wanting to be motivated, inspired, which is all good. They are action takers. There are people who have found challenges, boundaries, limits inside of their own life, not just from everybody else around them. They're not pointing fingers toward others, but pointing them to themselves and going like, I've got some stuff that I've got to work on to get better in life and to treat people better and to treat uh, you know, uh, life more seriously as opposed to casually so that I can make forward progress that's lasting. Well, that's interesting to me. I want not just forward progress, but I want it to be noticeable <clears throat> and I want it to be lasting, right? And I want it to be something that encourages others to go like, well, if he can, maybe I can too, because we all have problems. We all have challenges. We all have difficulties. The question is, what are you doing to eliminate them in your life? And to me, that is the beginning of this podcast till now. My ambition is that you would have tools that you could take and consider and then apply and then start gradually over time, seeing some incremental change and difference and forward motion. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that for you. And I'm grateful for you who hear me and not just hear me, but receive this word, which means take it in and digest it and consider it and break it down and then really start acting on it. And the changes that I'm hearing from you, that you know, really the testimonies of your life are a huge blessing to me. I mean, it's just like I'm getting calls regularly of people going like, hey, man, I'm making progress. They're not saying I've won the I've won the race. I've finished my fight. They're just saying, man, I feel more strength and more courage. And I'm taking steps more regularly to get me toward the destination of my desired goals and really my God-given opportunities while here on earth. Those are the kind of things that make me want to keep doing podcasts. Guys, I don't have to hear myself talk to feel satisfied in life. Sometimes some of you think that may be the case, but I don't. And when the opportunity and the ideas, because I get people go like, well, why aren't you doing a podcast every week? Because it's not about a weekly cadence to me. It's not. I, I mean, I don't. if I don't have something to say, I'm not going to burn you, my time or yours. I'm just not. I, I think that initially when I started, there was a rhythm and a cadence I was in to kind of lay platform out. But right now, what I'm waiting for, those moments where something hits me and goes like, hey, this is what people need to hear. Now, does it mean everybody wants to hear it? Nope. And I'm okay with that. But what I'm going to talk to you about today, I believe is a great word for you that will help you start seeing how you can look at your life differently and hopefully take some lessons from what I'm going to say today to apply to your daily tasks and activities that are going to make you sharper when it comes to life and being, uh, uh, you know, moving forward uh, and, and be better at it. And that's 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 really what I want to talk about today is how do we get better and stay better, right? And 
I, I want to talk to you today about your uniqueness again. And you hear me talk about this a lot. Um, you know, you, you guys know Eric Obert and me are very, are good friends. I don't know. I, I think that <laughs> I hope he feels the same way, but we were at a conference um, a couple of weeks ago and at RoofCon and we sit down together and somebody came up to us. Actually, we were standing somewhere talking. A guy came up to us. He said, I listened to both of y'all's podcasts and I think you try to accomplish the same ground and say the same thing. And I thought, well, that's interesting because I agree. And Eric looked at me. He said, do you agree with that? And I said, absolutely. Now, our method is different, but his whole message is about authenticity. And my whole message is about uniqueness. Same thing, different strategies in terms of communication for sure. But our end goal is that people will find confidence in who they were born to be and live it out authentically or uniquely, however you want to say it. And so, um, I, you know, I, 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 that's that's the hope of my my reason for being with you today is just inspire that uniqueness again and start looking for it. You see, I think most of our uniqueness is buried under a minutia of challenges that we just left unresolved in our life. The treasure is there. You just got to dig it out. That uniqueness, it's simply yours and nobody else is there. It's available for the world, but you're going to have to shuffle through some of this stuff that's laying on top of your treasures and your talents and your uniqueness, remove it, resolve it, and then just watch what happens organically about how your life will resemble more who you were born to be than what you've kind of started putting on in hopes of finding approval and acceptance from people. And see, that's what I think. Here's what I really believe. And this is what spurred me to talk about this in this podcast today. And that is this. I think by and large, people are hurting and broken. I, I, I think the reason that we avoid our uniqueness and it's not exhibited or people don't recognize us as being authentic is because many of us have been hurt deeply. Many of us, our lives are broken in pieces. And because of the shambles that are in our life, the last thing we want to do is to reveal that to anybody, which makes us get lazy in resolving it. Listen, I don't expect you to go reveal yourself and your weaknesses and your shattered life and dreams to everybody just because you can, but you, you, you should have a willingness to really plug into this notion of, okay, I'm aware of it. Nobody else has to be, but I'm aware of it. I got to fix some of this stuff. I've got to find help. And I, honestly, guys, I've thought about this and thought about this. And I really believe that the place I am in life is that I want to help the hurting, I want to help hurting people and I want to help really rebuild their broke, the brokenness in their life. How can you take people who have hurts and brokenness and help them become productive again? That's a great thought because some of you are in that place today. You've been deeply hurt. You've had, there's brokenness that's evident in your life in huge chunks or small pieces, however you want to look at it. And the fact of the matter is, You've got to learn how to put the pieces back together and you've got to learn how to move past the hurt that's been grossly inflicted upon you to ever find 
your uniqueness being exhibited and seen by others. It's again, that pile of minutia, that hurt and pain, that brokenness that's sitting on top of your treasures that's causing your uniqueness just to not be seen. And so I want to help you kind of walk through some of that and help you to kind of see and to kind of uh, get a list, a mental picture about how this happens and what we can do to really salvage it. And that's what I'm going to attempt to do a little bit today. So I started just studying uniqueness. I started thinking about what really makes us unique. And I thought to myself, well, surely it can be found in our DNA. We're just individually wrapped the way we are. And our DNA really create, however that's created, it really produces the uniqueness that we have. And I started studying human DNA. And the first statistic that I saw about DNA blew me away. And I'm going to share it with you now because I think it's such a great explainer of the subject matter we're speaking of today, and that's our uniqueness. So here's what scientists tell us. Human DNA is 99.9% identical from person to person. Wow. 99% of all of our DNA is identical from one to the next. 99.9% of the way we're made up is basically the way everybody else is made up around us. So how then are we unique? Basically what that means, or actually what that means is 0.01% of our DNA represents the only potential variances in our lives that can occur. 0.01% is all we have in us that's just ours. 99.9% of us is like everybody else in some way, shape, form, or fashion. But it's that 0.01% that I am after for you and me. What is that part of our DNA that is unquestionably us, and how can we bring that to the surface? You see, this 0.01% of you is all you have that potentially makes you unique. Just 0.01%. Now, listen, I'm not a scientist. I'm just reading you what I've heard. So don't text me and argue with me about percentages, you know, you can deal with the scientist on that. What I'm telling you is this now helps me understand how difficult it is to stand out. Because that small, minute part of our DNA that really sets us apart is so small yet so powerful. Every one of you hearing this today own a portion though it's 0.01% of your DNA, that's yours uniquely. It's a subset of you that is unique. It's a part of you that's like nobody else. And that's the part, as small as it is, that we've got to magnify and that we've got to show because that's the attraction power that we have against and above anybody else. So my wife is a subset of 
her subset is she's a part of a group of humans on this earth that have curly hair, right? So of the 0.01% her uni- of, of, of her difference and uniqueness, she goes one step further and is a part of, of the 0.01%, only 11% of that 0.01% have curly hair. That makes her unique, not, not completely unique, but she's in a small subset of uniqueness, right? People with different color hair and different color eyes are in subsets that make them stand out, make them distinguished. But guys, you have to dig deeper into the subsets and the color of one's hair, the texture of one's hair, the colors of one's eyes to get to where I want to be today for you. And that is there's that 0.01% of you deep, deep, deep inside of you that's yours alone, yours by yourself, yours uniquely that you and I have to surface. Now, I want you just for the sake of this conversation, let's call that 0.01% of you that's uniquely yours your pure seed. Yeah, your pure seed. Just, just for the sake of this conversation. It's just that pure piece of you that nobody else owns. It's that seed in you that nobody else can compare to. It's just you. So if you take context of a seed and you look at in context of the seed, excuse me, there is what they call inert matter that can't be overlooked when it comes to germination of a seed, crop yield. Uh, It just can't be overlooked. Now, when I talk about the hang in there with me, but this inert matter is anything that doesn't contribute to the seed growth. So if you go buy a bag of seed at a feeding seed, inside, not only will you have pure seed that once planted can yield, but you'll have this inert matter. It's the things around the seed that don't contribute to the growth of the seed, like ground and dirt and sticks. And I mean, just a bunch of different things that you would find that's inert. It's not useful. It's not a contributor. Can I tell you this? The impure, this 1.01% of pure seed that you have is surrounded by this inert matter, things that don't contribute to its growth, don't help it germinate, don't help it yield crop in your life for the benefit of other people. Yet it just stays stymie in our lives. It just stays there in the bag, so to speak. (laughs) It has no contribution value. Now, listen to me. Here's what I want you to focus on today. You have got to get rid of any inert matter, anything that's inhibiting you, anything that's hindering your growth, and you've got to get rid of it so that the pure seed has a chance to survive in your life. Guys, it's a small portion of who you are. Protect it. That 0.01% that's uniquely yours, you've got to look at it and find it and move, remove everything around that that's causing it to be held back and not growing and yielding crop in your life. See, this happens to us. We're starting to, re- I'm starting to realize something. I have to look at my life and say, what is around me? What is inert in me? What is the, these things that are holding me back? Or they're not pure. They're, they're just kind of covering the seed. They're, they're keeping the seed from yielding. They're keeping the seed from germinating this 0.01% in me. What are those things and how do I get rid of them? 
You see, some of you have learned to live with inert matter. Some of you have just allowed the inert matter to cover the seed and you just said, well, that's kind of the cards I've been dealt. That's the life I'm going to leave. I can't do anything about it. Baloney, today you have to realize that now's the time to start excavating all of that matter that's inert around you. Anything that's not contributing to the germination, growth, right? And yield of your crop, this pure seed, get rid of it. And I'm telling you, I've had to do this for myself. I've had to start truly micromanaging my life in terms of what areas are holding back my seed that's uniquely mine, that pure seed. Anything that causes your crop to be held back, that's in you, you know is yours. And sometimes you can't identify what your talents and gifts are because there's so much this inert matter on top of your treasure that until you get rid of it and excavate it out of your life, you're never going to know. Listen, I've had times in my life where I thought, well, what do I really do that's worth anything? And some of you can feel my pain. You have been there and you don't, you know, like you see all these other people flourishing and successful and you go like, what is my talent and treasure? What are the things that are uniquely mine? And you just can't, really get your hands wrapped around it. Do you know why? Because you've got too much inner matter that's surrounding and hiding and, and, and uh, you know, covering your treasures. You can't see it. Watch what happens when you start removing some of this, these things that are holding you back and hindering you and causing this unique pure seed in you not to be able to grow and develop and to yield crop that will bring satisfaction to you and others. Watch what happens. What's the feelings that overcome you when these things start removed, being removed from your life? Can I tell you this? You'll never be able to enjoy the pure seed that's in you, that's uniquely yours until you get rid of all of this other stuff, if you will, that's laid on top of the seed covering its potential and power that's uniquely yours. Wow. If it hinders growth, this and it's causing you to uh, it's causing you the growth in you to be held back get rid of it some of you are in environments working with toxic people some of you are participating in lifestyle lifestyle issues that are really just you know con they're just they're 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 keeping you from really reaching your maximum opportunities because they're just covering up this pure seed that's uniquely yours and you've got to get rid of it. And hey, here's what I know. When I start speaking, those who dialed in will get this and those that have dialed out have already left. So what I'm telling you is this is the plan. The plan is that you have got to start looking at your life and realizing what's covering What's this inner matter that's keeping and hindering your growth and get rid of it? Guys, with this, we're succumb, we have, we have succumbed ourselves to the weight of this 99.9% and, con, and conforming to the standard of this 99.9% liked DNA that we share with most people. And we conform to the standards of what I call this tribe mentality. 
and we lose what sets us apart because the tribe does this. It's 99.9% of the, just the way humanity does things. We've succumbed to that. We have just conformed to it. We've refused to break out in our own personal subset into our own pure seed and be willing by removing all this inert matter to allow our uniqueness to lead us. Did you hear what I said? Your uniqueness can lead you. Before it leads anybody else, it's got to lead you. Before it can become something of value to others, it has to be recognized by you. Can I ask you this question? What is it about you that attracts others to you? And is it your unique subset of uh, that only belongs to you? Or are you people just attracted to you because you've gone with the tribe and the crowd and you just look like everybody else and everybody just assumes you're, you know, what they need. And then they find out you're not really you. You've, you know, kind of lived fraudulently and it's not really the authentic side of you. And they turn from you and the relationship ruined. That's what happens to most. Can it be said this attraction power you have of anybody else. And what I mean by that, you know, is what the vibrations of life you give out, so to speak, the words that come out of your mouth, the thoughts that come, uh, that begin process of behavior in your life. Is it unique to you or you just learned it from somebody else? Because People will be attracted. They are attracted to uniqueness, but you know what? You've got to dig it out starting today. <laughs> You've got to decide I'm going to get rid of all of this minutia in my life. All of these, all this weighted matter on me, all this inert matter that's holding back growth and potential in me. And I'm going to get rid of it. And then I'm going to allow that true treasure to be seen by men and by me. And this God-given me that's in me, <clears throat> I'm going to reveal. I'm going to ask you a question as I close. What's the one thing that holds you back from being yourself? That unique piece of you, that 0.01%. It's easy. It's really easy to just live the 99.9 .9 because everybody does. They've taught you that. They've shown you that. They've given you tricks and tricks. You know, they, they, all of that we need. And another thing to really live ourselves and to be ourselves and to be willing to share ourselves with other people. But can I tell you this as we close? That's where your voice is going to be heard when it's your voice. It's your uniqueness. It's your 0.01% that's being revealed. <laughs> that's when the prosperity of life begins to set in where you're like, my God, I'm, it feels so good just to be who I am with no pretense. That's what I want. And it's not easy all the time because again, we're pressed to conform. We're pressed to meet standards that everybody sets on our life. Here's the steps. Number one, find out what's that inert matter in your life. What is it? Identify it. You can't work on something that doesn't have a name. You've got to be able to figure out 
what the problem is and put a plan together to start removing it. The second, third step, whatever you want to call it, is the step that allows you once this over time, gradually this stuff is removed and you start seeing the treasures and you start seeing your talents in a new and different way, you have to at that point start going like, okay, this is mine. I'm going to protect it. No more matter on top of this. And the third thing is you just need to trust and you know start allowing organically who you are to become visible to the world. And that audience that you're looking for that rightly belongs to you and you to them will be revealed. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. I want you just to dial in on your uniqueness. I want you to realize where it's at and where you can find it. And I want you to charge to go get it. Until next week or whenever we talk, have a great week. God bless you. And if I can ever help you, please reach out to me. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking time today to join me in this podcast. I hope you learned something. If you did and you enjoyed it, please share it and like it with your friends.